Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Two teens were shot in a garage. Their classmate is sentenced. I'm Megan Cloherty. How one local county is responding after a recent youth overdose. I'm Scott Gelman. Some ideas to help D.C. kids with food, free time, and college debt. This is Kyle Cooper. Montgomery County breaks ground on its largest ever affordable housing development. I'm Stetson Miller. Good morning. Welcome in 12 midnight on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden spent much of the day in California, seeing for himself the damage caused by historic storms. More from CBS's Don Yabacus in Los Angeles. More money and help is on the way for storm-ravaged California. The people in California, I say it again, the country is here for you and with you. We are not leaving till things are built back and built back better than they were before. President Biden arrived in California Thursday afternoon to sunny skies, a contrast to the stormy weather the state has endured over the past several weeks. All 102 snowplows in the southeast region of Minnesota have been trying to clear the road since Wednesday. Department of Transportation spokesman Mike Doherty says the plows can't keep up with it. Maybe tomorrow if you're driving to school or work, just plan to go slower. So just make those accommodations, either leave earlier for your destination or call ahead and let them know that you'll be late. It looks like investigators have hit a brick wall when it comes to finding out who leaked a draft Supreme Court decision eight months ago. CBS News Chief Legal Correspondent Jan Crawford. Calling the leak one of the worst breaches of trust in court history, the justices released a 23-page report that details steps investigators led by Supreme Court Marshal Gail Curley took to unearth the source, including interviews with 82 people who had access to a copy of the draft. Prosecutors in New Mexico have charged actor Alec Baldwin and a weapons specialist with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. The prosecutor did not find intent, and that's why you see these involuntary manslaughter charges. One of the most influential musicians of the 60s and 70s has died after a long illness, says CBS's Nora O'Donnell. David Crosby was one of the founding members of two of the most popular bands of a generation, The Birds and Crosby. Stills and Nash. Helplessly hoping her heart again hovers nearby. The band ushered in Rock's supergroup era, later adding Neil Young to the group. In a statement to Variety, his wife said his legacy will continue to live on through his legendary music. Peace, love, and harmony to all. Who knew David and those he touched? David Crosby was 81 years old. Oakland's mayor has placed police chief Leron Armstrong on paid administrative leave. The decision said to be related to an emerging police misconduct investigation scandal. A report by a law firm says the police department is handling internal misconduct investigations. This is CBS News. Now at Marlowe Furniture's Great Winter Blowout Sale. Buy any room of furniture and get another room free. Yes, free. Decorate your home with new furniture and get two rooms for the price of one. Plus 60 months, no interest financing. Buy one group and get another group free. Whatever you spend, Marlowe will match your purchase with free furniture. In stock with fast delivery. Buy a room, get a room free. Plus 60 months, no interest financing. At Marlowe Furniture's Great Winter Blowout Sale. With the area's largest showrooms under one roof since they WTOP at 12.03. 
And a good Friday morning, January 20th, 2023. Rain ending, then fog and drizzle before clearing skies arrive late. Lows in the upper 30s to low 40s, 44 now. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this midnight hour together on WTOP. It was nearly a year ago that a teenager admitted to shooting and killing two of his South County High School classmates back in 2021. Now the shooter in this case, who is 20 years old, will serve the harshest penalty that he could have gotten. Zachary Barkard was sentenced to 20 years in prison. This was the maximum sentence possible for the manslaughter convictions. Commonwealth's attorney for Fairfax County, Steve Descano, says Burkhardt, who was 18 at the time of the shooting, used a ghost gun that he bought legally and assembled himself. That shouldn't be legal. And if he hadn't had that gun, we wouldn't be here today, and these families would still have their loved ones. The shooting, which killed both 17-year-old Urshin Eliasar and 16-year-old Calvin Van Pelt, came after a dispute online escalated into a fight between them at of Springfield home in April of 2021. A jury convicted Burkhardt of two counts of manslaughter last August. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 12.04. A Charles County teen has been arrested for the death of a Westlake High School student last week. 18-year-old Elijah Bernard Barnes was arrested in North Carolina on Wednesday this week for the shooting death of 17-year-old Rajon Latif Jackson III. Jackson was walking home at the time in the area of Dorchester Circle and Harvest Fish around 2.30 on Friday afternoon last week when he was shot. Police say Barnes pulled the trigger uh, from a car and then took off. Jackson was taken to the hospital where he later died. Investigators say this was a targeted shooting, but they have not released a motive as of yet. Barnes will be charged in the case with first and second degree murder once he is extradited locally back to Maryland, we're told. Montgomery County Schools Superintendent Onifa McKnight is warning of the dangers of drugs laced with fentanyl after police there say a student overdosed just last weekend. These drugs are readily available to our students. They are on the rise in our community and they are resulting in death. Superintendent Monifa McKnight gathered county leaders Thursday to promote awareness. The reality for our youth is alarming. The county reported 11 deadly youth overdoses in 2022 compared to five in 2021. Elena Suarez's daughter died of a fentanyl-laced overdose when she was 19. Everything is laced with fentanyl today and it will get you sooner or later. Narcan is available in all county schools and school leaders are promoting the use of the 988 hotline for mental health emergencies. We all have a part and we all have something to do. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It was earlier this week that members locally of the Fairfax County School Board said they are having conversations now about extreme issues with substance abuse and addiction in schools. Kids in D.C. who face food insecurity right now have a disability or want to go to college are the focus right now of new legislation on the table that is going right now before the council. Three bills sponsored by City Council Member Christina Henderson are moving forward. One would give more rights and safeguards against discrimination to students who borrow money for college. One in four D.C. residents over 24 carry student loan debt. 
with an average balance of $64,000. Another piece of legislation would boost participation of kids with disabilities in city out-of-school programs, while the third would make permanent free breakfast, lunch, and after-school snacks to students in public, public charter, and nonprofit private schools in the district. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Nearly 200 new affordable homes are coming to Silver Spring after a massive affordable housing development broke ground there. Montgomery County's largest ever affordable housing development is about to be built on Randolph Road near Veers Mill Road at the site of an old recreation center. We're not just talking about affordable housing, we're talking about deeply affordable housing. County Council Member Natalie Fani Gonzalez represents the area and she says the development will be great for people who work in Montgomery County but can't afford to live here right now. In having projects like, like this is absolutely significant to uplift some of the homes will be for rent and some will be available for purchase, including hard to find three and four bedroom homes for families. In Silver Spring, Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, January 20th, WTOP News Time, 1208. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $69. Driving good weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP traffic center. All right, the problems continue on our area roads with the wet weather and the reduced visibility from fog, so please be extra careful out there. Northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway just before the interchange for 202 Landover Road. Crash along the right side. You stay left to get by. Southbound, it's a work zone. As you approach 175, single file left gets you by. 95 looks good between the two beltways. No issues on 270 north and south between the beltway and Frederick. 70 eastbound as you head east of the exit for New Market, Maryland. 75 exit 62 in the area of mile marker 65, so about halfway between New Market and Mount Airy. Reports of a crash involving one off the roadway. Police and fire running both sides of I-70. Check your mirrors for first responders. Now in Virginia, still cleaning up the remnants of the crash in the work zone on 395 south between Seminary Road. Initially, you get by to the uh, to the right past the crash, and you have to move back over to the far left to continue your trip down through the work zone, so be aware. Uh, crash on Arlington and Looks like they've got most of the activity on the Prosperity, so you should find the lanes reopen again in each direction on Arlington Boulevard. And again, the heads up for folks traveling on 28 South, leaving Chantilly headed towards Centerville. They've got the left side of the road blocked, so that means no access directly to eastbound 66. All traffic southbound on 28 is diverted to go west on 66. You go to exit 52 for U.S. 29. And from there, you can re-access southbound 28 to continue toward Manassas Park in Manassas or take northbound 28 to get back to 66 eastbound. And on eastbound 66 in the Roslyn Tunnel, you're down to a single right lane to the work zone. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. As Thursday's fog and showers move out, it's all about blustery winds today on your Friday. Gusting up to 40 miles an hour at times, even during these early morning hours, as we start off with temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s. We'll warm to near 50 degrees today with partly to mostly sunny skies, but when you factor in the winds, expect wind chills in the 30s to low 40s. Mostly sunny and a bit breezy tomorrow. Highs in the low to mid-40s. Rain is back later on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we are looking at 45 degrees in Hyattsville, 41 in Fredericksburg, 45 as well. Foggy Bottom, we're at 44 and holding in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Friday morning, January 20th. This check brought to you on WTOP Tonight by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
WTOP at 1211. Opening the tent to help out with COVID, so to speak. That's coming up next. This can be the year you begin to restore your hair. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $500 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. Good Friday morning, January 20th. Welcome to WTOP at 1212. This is WTOP News. Using lessons learned from COVID, a hospital in D.C. locally has now opened an unusual facility that can actually stop highly infectious diseases from spreading in the first place. This is an example of the forward thinking of being prepared for the next disease, pandemic. It's a brand new 15-bed unit at MedStar Washington Hospital Center. We have negative pressure air filtration in every room in the entire unit. That means infectious particles can't spread to the hallway or other parts of the hospital. Dr. Shane Kapler is the medical director of the new biocontainment unit. To prepare now and do it the right way, that's how you will successfully navigate the challenges we come across in the future. He says having something like this when the pandemic first started would have been invaluable. At MedStar Washington Hospital Center, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The legalization of recreational marijuana these days becoming more and more popular in states across the country right now, and it has public health advocates calling for a review now of how that pot products are actually marketed to teens and young adults, while flavored nicotine is being outlawed by more states these days and cities as well. The same bans don't apply to weed. Products advertised as Mad Mango, for example, Peach Dream or Cereal Milk, those titles. State regulators in New York are considering rules that would ban advertising that could get the attention of young people, like brightly colored labels, for example. The proposals on the table would also prohibit cartoons and forbid packaging that could depict products with THC in them as candy, soda, drinks, cookies, or cereal. Health officials in Massachusetts are out with a warning this week. They say a brand new drug resistant sexually transmitted infection spreading in the state. CBS News correspondent Alexander Chen reports that it is actually the first of its kind spotted in the U.S. The CDC says its testing has confirmed that a strain of gonorrhea that infected two patients recently in Massachusetts carries a, quote, concerning mutation that could render ceftriaxone, the last recommended treatment for the bacteria, less effective. The drug-resistant strain appears to be spreading locally and marks the first two infections of its kind here in the United States. Gonorrhea is the second most commonly reported sexually transmitted infection to health authorities. Many people have few, if any, symptoms, although gonorrhea complications can be serious and lead to death or infertility. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Where the time now is 12.15. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Sports time indeed at 12.15 and Rob's turn. I wanted to uh, actually educate the people as to why it's called Mullet <laughs> Arena. It's not because of the hairstyle, even though that's oh, really? the inclination. No, it's actually named after donors. So it's a 5,000-seat arena on the campus of Arizona State University. So they named it after uh, some donors, uh, Donald and Barbara Mullet. So that's why it's called So that's Mullet a real arena. name. That is, it's a, it's an actual name. So it's okay. two T's instead of just the one, like I the hairstyle. I've never known. Yeah. So that's why I'm here, man. I'm that's not why just you're here. I'm not just here to entertain. <laughs> I'm here to inform people. The Capitals. Indeed. I'm going to inform you. The Capitals actually won in Sad Arena for nothing in Arizona, beating the Coyotes with uh, two players who uh, happened to play for the Coyotes once upon a time. Dylan Strom scored half of the goals in the game. He's got 11 for the season now. Darcy Kemper. This is league-leading fifth shutout of the season, and it was actually his first time playing in this arena. This is the first year they're playing in the arena, so he told NBC Sports Washington of the experience. Different than any other building, so it's, oh, you, uh, you know, kind of a, a rare game, and, uh, you know, I think we just, uh, you know, made fun with it. But <laughs> I love live radio, Dean. It's my favorite thing in the world. Hey, man, don't worry about it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he said the ice was nice and the crowd was great, uh, blah, blah, blah. 11th-ranked Maryland women victorious on the road, 77-64 at Wisconsin. They're 6-2 in conference play. The Maryland men, a winner over Michigan, 64-58. They're now 9-1 on their home courts. James Madison erased a 15-point deficit. They beat Troy in overtime, 89 87 and local coaching great Mike Bray stepping down at Notre Dame after a well-decorated 23-year run in which he became the program's winningest men's basketball coach but still not there as long as Dean has been at WTOP. <laughs> Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Right. Thank you, sir. 1217 on WTOP. WTOP News. A Prince William County Elementary School has started hosting free English classes for parents in the community. It's all part of the school's effort to help them better communicate with their kids in English. Some parents are coming already having a very good level of language proficiency, but they feel that their kids who are already in school are even better than them. That's been an elementary parent, Alex Kosick, one of about 20 who attends the weekly Wednesday night English sessions with his wife. I do believe that it's really helpful. Parent liaison Dina Hamad launched the free sessions in November after survey results revealed parents wanted a class to learn conversational English. We had another lesson on community and how to engage with a doctor, how to engage with the bank. Principal Shelley Pozell says the classes are helpful for the school's diverse population. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Among the top stories we're following on WTOP or Fairfax County ban learning his sentence for shooting and killing two teens at a home in Springfield back in 2021. School leaders in Montgomery County are speaking out after a student overdosed last weekend. And Alec Baldwin in the Hollywood scene faces involuntary manslaughter charges for the onset shooting death of that cinematographer during that movie situation. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just a minute. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. With the time now is 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Good news. The crash that was on southbound 395 in the work zone just after Seminary Road. The crash has been cleared. However, the work zone remains still getting by. Two lanes left, but nothing left to look at from the crash, so that's good news. 
If you're traveling northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, uh, just no, uh, before you get to the exit for 202, looks like the crash now moved over to the right shoulder. Should find the lanes reopened. Brief tap of the brakes there. Beyond that, better headed up toward the Bellway. Southbound side of the Parkway in Anne Arundel County as you approach 175 in Jessup. Single file left past the work zone. Uh, no word yet if they've closed the ramp from northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway to go east on 175. That has been something they've been doing for the last few days, but no word yet that that is indeed the case tonight. Uh, if you're traveling at I-95, you're in good shape. No problems 270 south or, or north, for that matter, between the Beltway and Frederick. Virginia, they are working 95 southbound south of 610 exit 143. There the work zone blocks the right lane at 3, and that one's in place until 10 o'clock later this morning. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A blustery Friday with high temperatures near 50 degrees today, but with winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour, we'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s. Mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow, highs in the low to mid 40s. And then on Sunday, rain moves in during the afternoon hours and continues through Monday morning. We're talking about rain only here in the D.C. metro area, but as the storm system winds down very early Monday morning, we could see some wet snow mixing in up around the Maryland-Pennsylvania border and back around the ID1 corridor. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 44 in Ruston, 46 Bethesda, 44 Woodbridge, 44 in Holding. In our nation's capital, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. It's 1220 on WTOP. Hi, hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Good Friday morning, January 20th. Welcome into WTOP. The time now is 1221. This is WTOP News. It was all smiles during the transition between Maryland's last governor and the state's brand new one. But the differences in how they will operate are becoming quickly apparent. Our team coverage begins with WTOP's John Doman. Hours into his first full day on the job, Governor Westmore announced that about $69 million approved by the legislature, but which former Governor Larry Hogan refused to spend, is now getting released. We view the General Assembly as partners, not adversaries. After November's referendum that will legalize marijuana later this year, the bulk of spending, over $46 million, will... Help create regulatory and taxation frameworks with equity, transparency accountability, fairness, and speed as our core pillars. His first two executive orders focus on ethics in a new cabinet-level position. I will establish the Maryland Department of Service and Civic Innovation. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. Now one of Governor Westmore's first major items of business is to submit his budget proposal to lawmakers by Friday this week. 
And as WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us this morning, one of the big issues here is how to deal with a healthy surplus. And today we have two calendars of bills. There's a total of 25. Maryland state senators have scheduled hearings underway while waiting to see what's in Governor Westmore's budget. Moore has sounded a note of caution on spending. Senator Jim Rosepap, a Democrat, is vice chair of the Budget and Taxation Committee. I don't know what the governor's going to propose, but I mean, it sounds like his, his head's in the right place to err on the side of uh, being fiscally conservative. There are two big pots of money in Maryland, the $3 billion rainy day fund and a $2.5 billion surplus. Rosa Pep says there's a debate about when a recession could hit. And I want to be sure that when it comes that we're not cutting back on the critical services for, uh, for the people of Maryland. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. High school students in Florida are being blocked from taking a new advanced placement course on African-American studies. CNN obtained a letter sent from Florida's Department of Education to the College Board on this issue. The letter says the course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. That letter did not elaborate on what course content was objectionable to them. The rejection of an advanced placement African-American studies course follows efforts by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis to overhaul Florida's education system and the curriculum to limit teaching about critical race theory, as he defines it. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. Binding operational directives indicate that once-a-year pen tests no longer protect sensitive missions or meet most compliance requirements. Government agencies deserve a single platform for all security testing. The SYNAC platform brings together penetration testing, CBE checks for vulnerabilities like Log4j, and more than 40 security tests using frameworks like OWASP and NIST 853. Talk with SYNAC today to explore security testing in a FedRAMP moderate environment. Learn more at synack.com slash government. WTLP at 1225. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTLP. Let's check it out with Bloomberg this early morning. The Dow lost 252 points Thursday. The Nasdaq fell 1%. 30-year mortgage rates could fall back below 6% soon. Freddie Max is a 30-year fix now averages 615 Amazon has begun laying off 18,000 employees. It hasn't said how many of its 5,000 employees in Northern Virginia are affected. Indoor mini golf venue Swingers will open a second D.C. location in Navy Yard in March with multiple courses and bars. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Not Bloomberg, but Jeff, but you get the gist here on WTOP at 1226. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for Mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can...